Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. Today I am coming to you in true raw fashion and when I say raw fashion what I mean is is that literally I just got out of my quiet time with the Lord and was like I need to go ahead and press record. So bear with me because if you have been a longtime listener you know that sometimes I can go off on tangents and the fact that I don't have my notes written down to keep me structured and focused Ooh, we don't know where this may go, um, but I am praying that the Holy Spirit just governs me and guides me in the thoughts um, and, and in, in my thoughts so that I can share with you all what I feel God is sharing with me. Now, I want to take you guys back to the beginning of, of this year when I talked to you about setting your goals. And so for me, I've, I've shared that I had declared that this was going to be the year of the unknown for me. And what Hannah meant by the year of the unknown was it was going to be a faith walk. Uh, I even put hashtag it's a faith walk um, on my little on my goals uh, to remind me that in this season, I said I was just going to trust God in all things, in all the things. Um, and I said that because I know that I have a tendency to be my own um, hindrance, my own obstacle, um, my own deterrent. And um, this year, it was really supposed to be about, Lord, free me of me. Uh, free me from the the doubts of not being qualified to do things. Free me from the the doubts of me being able to do things. Um, free me from the the second guessing. From just feeling like I'm not good enough. That was what this year was supposed to be for me, at least in in my thoughts in talking about the unknown. Um, and for some other people, because you know this was 2020. They had um, declarations of, I see, you know, clearly I see 2020, I have 2020 vision, this is the year of vision, like all these revelations, right? And so uh, if you are a believer, you know that the, the word says that um, there, there is life and death is in the power of the tongue. And so it's either you're going to, to speak life or, you know, you're going to speak death. Like, be careful of your words. How many messages have we heard about watch your words? Be careful of your words. And and that whole watch your words because you have what you speak. You know, whatever you're saying, you're going to see, which is why the Bible also tells us to call those things that are not as though they are. So if you are speaking your current situation and your current situation is not changing, uh -huh. Hello, it's because you're not speaking something different. You're speaking what you already see. So you're going to keep seeing what you're saying. Maybe if you change what you're saying, you will see something different. Anyway, I digress. Um, I said all of that to share the fact that if you were declaring this year to be a certain thing, that is what you got. Um, even if you didn't necessarily think it was going to happen this way. And I already know that people are like, well, Hannah, I ain't asked for no pandemic. Hannah, I ain't asked for this. I ain't asked the. I get it. I understand that the way it happened is not what you expected. But that's not, I mean, the, the Bible doesn't say that, oh, the way that you ask for it is how it's going to go. It just says that you, you know, you can have whatever you ask you know, especially if you ask in 
according to his word. Like that's the confidence that we have in going to God that we know that whatever we ask according to his word, we have whatever we ask. So if you were praying or if you were declaring to see clearly this year and that was in accordance to what God had, because God was like, yes, I want you to see clearly. There's some things that I want to reveal, expose and remove out of your life. So because that's what I want, it's according to my will. You gonna have what you asked for. But hello, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to come in the pretty little package that you want it to come in because there is a lesson to be learned here. So, no, um, you may not have asked for a pandemic. You may not have asked for all the things that came with this pandemic. But do you see clearly? Are you seeing some things that you weren't seeing quite clearly before? Did you receive some revelations that you didn't have before I know I have and so that's really what I'm you know going to share with you guys today because of the fact that I realized that when I declared this as being the year of the unknown for me that's really what happened you know it was it was some unknown things this is like a year this year is like a year like no other you know um I did not know that this was going to happen nobody knew except for God um but for me when I declared this as the year of the unknown, what I have come to realize now in this final quarter, in this last lap of the year is, is that Hannah, there's some things about yourself that you did not know that there were some, there were some areas of your life that for one, um, I don't think I've shared this yet, but, um, I realized that I had some scars in my life that I didn't necessarily allow to fully heal, Um, I thought I was healed from it. I thought I was good. I mean, and when I tell y'all, these are some things that happened from like childhood. Um, when God started to pull back the cover or lift up the rug and show me, yeah, yeah, you, you've done quite well with suppressing your feelings, but in order for you to truly give me the glory and be able to share this testimony with other people, you have to now allow me to completely heal you from it because suppression is not healing. Suppression is just pushing it far enough where it's not in your mind anymore and doesn't affect you, but it is affecting you. You just don't see how it's affecting you. And so that was an unknown for me. Another unknown for me was I've been talking to y'all about, you know, this whole Mary and Martha situation and how I'm like Martha and I am a task oriented person. Yes, that was known to me. But what I did not know about me being a Martha is, is that like Martha, um, I didn't I don't know how to prioritize very well. And so and what I mean by that is it's like Anthony will say to me, he was like, you know, you're not very organized and I will take offense to that. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. What you mean? I'm not organized, bruh. If it wasn't for me, like there's a lot of things that would be off (laughs) in this house. Like I bring the structure. I bring the organization. What are you talking about? But God had to reveal to me, Hannah, it's not just about these robotic things, clean the house, cook the meals, you know, um, do this. It's not just having a to do list. It's when 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 somebody says that you need to get your priorities together, 
it's understanding what should be taking a priority. And I was under the false impression of thinking that, oh, yeah, me taking care of my family because my family is my first ministry that, yeah, I got y'all prioritized. You know, I have my to do list so that I can keep y'all prioritized. I go to work during the day. I adjusted my schedule set so that, you know, during the week when Anthony's not here and it's just me and the kids in this virtual learning environment that I'm able to focus on them in the morning and then come and focus on my job. I thought that was prioritizing. Nope. It's more to that. There's more to it than that. Uh, prime example, there was a, a Saturday morning where I that it, it comes to my mind when I talk about prioritizing. So just to give you all a little background story um, and, you know, when I was a child, uh, my mom always said that, you know, before you could watch Saturday morning cartoons, you or, or spend the day how you want to spend it, you needed to get the house clean. Well, Saturday morning cartoons back in the day started at 10 o'clock. I don't know if that's still the same now. My kids really don't watch cartoons like that. But back in the day, they started at 10 o'clock. It was the whole lineup. Well, I knew that if I woke up late on a Saturday that I would be pushing into my, you know, TV time. So I decided to get up from seven o'clock in the morning, give myself a good three hours to clean up the house and do everything that my mom wanted me to do. That became a part of like my Saturday routine uh, until now, like even now. I, you know, I, I've always been an early riser. So I get up early in the morning. I usually have my quiet time, do my workout or whatever on a good day. Cause that, that was the ideal of, you know, what I want to do. Sometimes it doesn't always work out that way. I'm gonna just be honest with y'all. I want y'all thinking like, Oh wow, Hannah gets up and does that every day. No, um, I'm not as consistent with that as I, um, with the workout part. Um, as I would like to be, but I'll share that with y'all too, but that's, that's for later. Anyway, (laughs) getting back to the point, Hannah, bring it back, bring it back. Um, my point is, is, is that that's been my routine. And so that has been what I do now as an adult and have been trying to teach my children. Well, this particular Saturday morning, Anthony and the kids got up and I don't know how it all came about, but they started watching one of the Marvel movies. And so I left them to do that, did not join them. Um, I went ahead and started getting cleaned up. Now, I'm, I'm going to be quite honest with y'all. While I was cleaning, I was like, they over there watching that movie and we supposed to be cleaning up the house. Like, come on. And I think they're I think I went to them at one point. It was just like, so we just going to watch the movie. We're not going to clean up. And Anthony was like, you know, we, we almost done. Let them watch the movie first. So I didn't want to argue. I was just like, all right, fine, whatever. And I continued to do what I was, what I was doing, you know? Um, so anyways, when the movie was over, they all came downstairs, fixed themselves breakfast real quick. And then the kids started with their chores. And so I'm in the kitchen and I'm, you know, uh, I think I was at the sink washing something and Anthony comes up to me and he's just like, you know, you missed out on a family moment. And in my mind, at first, I wanted to like take offense. Like, what you mean I missed out on a family moment? Like we were cleaning up or whatever, or we're supposed to be. And so, you know, he so gently and lovingly said to me, he was like, Hannah, you missed out on a family moment. He was like, the kids are cleaning up now, right? He was like, but instead of you enjoying the moment with us and watching the, the movie with us, you decided that you were going to do what you wanted to do. Stick to your agenda. 
This is what Hannah wanted to do. So because this was on Hannah's agenda and nobody can interfere with Hannah's agenda, Hannah's going to do that. But Hannah missed out on a family moment. Like the kids aren't going to remember, you know, oh, I we cleaned up the house as a family type thing. They're going to remember the time that they spent watching a movie and how their mom wasn't there. And when I tell you guys that that made me feel really sad because it took me back to and I believe I've shared this with you before it took me back to when we were at the old house and how you know Anthony used to do these family vlogs and again because Hannah had her own agenda and was so focused on what she wanted to do I missed out on being a part of those memories like out of all of the videos that Anthony did I think I'm probably in maybe two if that much uh, I would be pushing it to say three but in the two or three films or vlogs that I was actually in I just look mean and evil like it's horrible I hate watching them but I watch them to remind myself do you want to be her for the rest of your life or do you want to change you know and it is it's a harsh reality but like Martha I was in the kitchen like there's this one particular video um and when I watch the whole video I feel so bad this video, um, the kids were little. I think Skylin was maybe two. AJ was probably, I mean, no, Skylin I think was about maybe three or four. And AJ had um, just turned two maybe. And um, we're, they were in the kitchen and they were supposed to be cooking dinner. And he was trying to get the kids to help. And so the whole thing was, okay, we're going to wait till mommy comes home to, to cook together as a family. Well, when mommy came home because mommy was tired, you know, from work she wasn't trying to have no camera in her face. She was just all about, let's just cook. Like, oh my gosh, why do you have the camera in my face? Can you go sit? Like, I just ruined the moment. I ruined it, y'all. And it breaks my heart every time I see it because I'm like, dang, you know, why Why was I being like that? But that's how Martha was. Martha was so focused on, you know, getting the house ready because yeah, Jesus was there and you, you want to, you know, prepare this meal, prepare this feast. Like I wasn't expecting Jesus to show up, but Hey Jesus, I'm going to show you that I can throw this together as if we had this plan for like the mat, the past five months or something, you know? And she was just so focused on that, that she got mad at her sister for sitting and enjoying Jesus. So she said something about it. And Jesus was like, I'm not going to take this away from her because she chose the better thing. Not meaning that Martha was wrong, but it's like, Martha, in this moment, that's not what's important. I get it. You and, and, and right here, you guys, there's there's two parts to the story. And this is one of the things that God revealed revealed to me. One of the revelations. One, Jesus was saying to Martha, Martha, in this moment. What's important is for her to sit here to hear this news, to hear what I have to share with her. This is what's important. You need to stop what you're doing and take advantage of this moment to be fed. Allow me to feed you. Allow me to give you what you need right now. That That's one, right? That's like the obvious that, okay, okay, Martha, first lesson for you to learn right now is, is that you need to learn how to prioritize. You need to understand that in this moment right now, that being in my presence trumps you fixing me a meal, like you getting it, the house that it, it, no, this moment trumps that. That's the first obvious lesson, right? The second lesson that God revealed to me that I was like, 
mind blown and maybe it'll blow your mind too. But it was the fact that in Martha's mind, it's just like, if I don't do it, and how many of y'all feel this way? If I don't do it, it won't get done, right? That was a heart check because Martha, it's not about you because first of all, whose presence are you in? Who are you supposed to be relying on? You're supposed to be relying on me. So if I'm here, the one who supplies all your needs, the one who's able to take care of everything, don't you think that if you took this moment to come and sit at my feet, allow me to pour into you that I won't take care of all of that? Because in Martha's mind, it's like I have to rely on myself. I have to rely on what, you know, I know how to do because if I don't do it, it won't get done. And God revealed that to me about me, Hannah. Like Martha, a lot of the times you feel like it's all on you. If Hannah doesn't do it, it's not going to get done. So you do it. In that moment with my family while they were watching the movie, I was thinking about the fact that, man, if we don't do this, if I don't do this now, if I don't at least get this started, then we're going to be spending the rest of the day doing it. And so, but I'm not even thinking about us spending the rest of the day doing it. I'm thinking about me, the me, one person having to clean this entire house. And so it's going to take me all day my day's gonna be ruined because I'm not gonna be able to do anything else because I spent most of the day cleaning the house and God's like it didn't have to be that way Hannah because what happened after they watched the movie they all came and cleaned and you got done quicker because y'all did it together as a family it would have worked out but you didn't even you you didn't even give it a chance to work out You'd even take a chance to say, you know what, in this moment, I am going to allow spending time with my family to trump my to-do list. And however it works out, it works out. That wasn't my mindset. That hasn't been my mindset. And God is like, Hannah, I need you to trust me. I need you to start giving me your agenda. Like you've been asking me about being a good steward of your time. Here it is. I'm in this pandemic, right? And so we've been given this extra time, quote unquote, because we've always had 24 hours in a day. But the truth of the matter is, is that now that I am working from home for this in this season, in this season, in this time, I have a little bit more flexibility, you know what I'm saying, with the things that I'm doing, which gives the illusion of having more time, even though I've always had 24 hours and time is what you make of it. Time is going to go on with or without you. So it's up to you to utilize it to the best of your ability. So in my mind, I'm over here like, okay, God, how do I how do I become a good student of my time? How do I manage this time? How am I able to better organize myself? So that I can get all the things done, right? And so God is like, or, you know, what he said to me is like, Hannah, you're asking me about being a good steward of your time, but you're still setting the schedule. When, when are you going to let me set the schedule? When are you going to let me tell you what needs to be on your to-do list? When are you going to allow me to move things around in your life? Because your, your, your spirit is willing but your flesh is weak because you keep letting your flesh override your spirit. Your spirit wants to do the things that I've called you to do. I see the wants. 
I, I see that you really have good intentions. It's like, you know, um, when Peter was talking about when I always want to do good, evil is ever before me. You know, you, you want to be obedient. You want to step out. I see you trying to, you know, do this faith walk, this progression, um, you know, in your, your walk with me to do the things that I've called you to do, to be obedient. I see it, but there's no application. There's no application because of the fact that you keep putting stuff on the agenda. You so stuck in this routine. This is how I've always done it. So I'm going to keep doing it this way. Hello. Uh, you know, and Anthony brings this up to me, too, because I, this is also one of my sayings where I'm just like, that's that's crazy. That's insanity. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting change like. How you expect the change? The last time you did it this way, when you connected A to B to C to D, E is what happened. That came next. So why do you think if you do A, B, C, D, you're going to get M? When does M come after D? It doesn't. But if you just start putting the letters together any old kind of way, you know, and 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 just put some some new letters together, then you will get a different product then you'll get a different outcome. And so I'm just like, dang, God. Ugh. And I say that was unknown to me because here it is. I'm I'm seeing things from my perspective and I see that I'm trying. I see that I'm trying to do everything that I'm supposed to do. And it's, it's not working out. I'm like, God, why? And he's like, because you still haven't released control. You're, you're still trying to control the outcome you're still trying to go off of your agenda and hannah that's pride that's pride because you're you're trying to meet these standards that i didn't give you you know um which brings me to another thing that god has been sharing with me and it's about motive you know um i have been i've been i've i've shared my health um, story with you guys before and you know one thing I know about me is, is that I have to be consistent in my eating and with my workouts in order to manage you know um, the diagnosis of erythema nodosum I don't claim it because I believe that I am healed in the name of Jesus um, but one of my struggles recently has been you know, um, since this last time I did my detox, I think I share with you guys, I do a detox every year in the month of August for 30 days. Um, so when I first come off of the detox, you know, I am like back in the zone. I am disciplined. I am more consistent and all that jazzy stuff. Right. But I'm older. I'm older now than when I first did the detox. And so um, things don't necessarily progress <laughs> as quickly as they did about what it's been six years now. Um they don't progress or no, not it's, it's been longer because I started in 2013. So seven years. So it does not progress as quickly as it did seven years ago. Um, and so there are times that I get frustrated. And so um, I have been saying, because even though I started in 2014, the best physical, um, uh, how, what am I, what's the word I'm trying to find? Um, my best uh, health or physique was in 2014. That year, I think I was, I got down as low as to 115 pounds. Um, and my, bi my body fat was like 13% or something like that. 
I was looking good, y'all. At least, you know, for me, I was like, yes, I had, I was toned. I, you know, I was doing the thing. <laughs> um, and so I have been making uh, comments uh, recently to, to Anthony saying, I want to get back to 2014, Hannah. And so I've, I've, I've made this comment a couple of times. So one of the last times that I said it, Anthony was like, why? He was like, I don't want you to go back to 2014, Hannah. No, I was just like, why not? Like, she looked good. And he was like, first of all, 2014, Hannah wasn't as wise as 2020, Hannah. So why would I want you to go back to her? And I was like, oh, okay. Like, okay, that was deep. I understand why you're saying that. But in my mind, I was still like, but I wasn't talking about her mental state. I was talking about her physical state, like her physique, like, you know, um, and so, uh, one morning after that incident, I was standing in the mirror and as you know, some of us do, I was being critical of myself. I was talking about the areas of my body that were taking a little bit longer, um, to line up with what I was doing. And so God, um, said to me as clear as day, he said, what is your motive? Why, why do you want to get back to that physique? Is it because you feel like that's going to put you in the best health um, and, and, and wellness for you to do the things that I've called you to do for the kingdom? Or is it because you're in competition with other people around you and what the world says that you should look like? And I was like, dang, God, okay. Um, uh, and I couldn't, I couldn't, you can't lie to God. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could lie to yourself and be like, well, God, you know, I'm trying to do it so that I could, you know, be in good health for the kingdom. Psh, I wasn't thinking like that. I mean, I also wasn't necessarily trying to say I was in competition with anybody. But the truth of the matter is my motive was like, dang, you know, I see these other women who have had more kids than me because, you know, people will try to help encourage you by saying, girl, you had two babies. That's why, you know, it's taking a little while for the stomach area to get back to where it needs to be. And I'm like, I know women who have four babies and they got a six pack. Like if they could do it, I could do it too. And then secondly, 2014, Hannah, this was after she had her two babies and she had a six pack. So I know it's possible. <laughs> I'm like, I know I can do this. Um, But why, Hannah? Why do you want to do it? Are you doing it so that you can? Because first of all, I'm a very modest person. I don't even go out showing my stomach. But in my mind, I feel like if I had the body that I think is acceptable to be outside, mm, that's something else too. But if I had the physique that I think is acceptable to be outside, I'm like, I might wear a midriff, you know what I'm saying? Or I might wear some like a crop top around my house and be like, oh, well, I will walk to the mailbox in that and then go back in my house not necessarily out in public public but I could be in my neighborhood I could go running with like my sports bra on and my my shorts and not be completely covered up I could do that if I had this physique but it's like what that got to do with the kingdom Hannah like what's your purpose my purpose is his purpose right at least that's what it's supposed to be I'm supposed to be living this life to bring glory to him how does me having that body do that I mean yeah I could share the story with people and say like hey you know be encouraging to get into good health and wellness but health and wellness is not a physique 
Health and wellness is being able to maybe walk a mile without breathing heavily. Health and wellness is making sure that your body is up to par and working properly and functioning properly. Because there's a lot of skinny people out here who are not in good health. And there's a lot of heavier set people out here who are in the best of health. I can't remember the young lady's name, but I remember there was a news report maybe a couple of years ago about this um, young woman who was on the heavier side, but she was running running like marathons marathons are 26.2 miles you can't tell me that she not in good health you know what I'm saying so it's like God had to reveal to me Hannah I need you to check your motives what is your motive for always feeling like you have to have a upkept house and everything be in its place and everything has its place you know my little mantra everything has its place everything needs to be put in its place what is your motive behind that Yes, I understand that you want to take care of the blessing that I've given to your family by taking care of the house and the upkeep. But the fact that you are always about, oh, make sure the pillows are straight on the couch or make sure that the kitchen is clean, make it all that. What is the motive behind that? Are you trying to give off this false impression of perfectionism? Because nobody's perfect except for Jesus. Like, so what what are you trying to do? Are you trying to give off this perception that you got it all together? Because, baby girl, you don't. You don't. I just had to reveal to you that you got some scars from your childhood that you haven't allowed me to heal you from. Some of those scars are the reason why you so wind up and uptight like you are now. And you're asking me to help you be free of you. I can't do that until... You allow me to heal you from some of these things, but I got to reveal all of this to you. So, yeah, this has been a year of the unknown for me because there were a lot of unknowns about Hannah that I didn't realize that it was just like, girl, you don't have it together. You don't. You never have. But God's got you. You can get through these things with him. Stop thinking that you got to rely on yourself. Because yourself going to let you down. Why? Because yourself is finite. And mortal. Like, <laughs> you can't do it on your own. And you can't hold yourself to these standards and then, you know, secretly be holding other people to these standards that you have for yourself. Like a friend asked me the other day, you know, because I was talking about how I made like Martha and I'm over here trying to learn how to be more like Mary. <laughs> um, but she asked me the question. She said, you know, when you go to somebody's house, do you judge their house the way that you keep yours? Honest answer. No, I don't judge. I admire certain things, you know, um, that that person has in their house. Um, but I don't I don't go over there judging. You know, and saying like, oh, you don't keep your house up like I do. Or, you know, I think sometimes I may be even more critical of myself because if I go to a friend's house who keeps their house, you know, pretty maintained, I'm just like, man, see, look at how nice, you know, their house looks. And, you know, I I want that, you know, I, and it's not like an envy one that it's like, see, this it, it kind of gives me um, validation. Like, see, this is why I am the way that I am at home, because I want my house to always look up kept and neat and all that other stuff. And so, you know, but the thing is, is that if I go to somebody's house who's who's not that way, I don't I don't judge them about it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, OK, that's that's how things are. Like, I get it. 
but see, that's that's the empathy too, because it's like I get it. You have a lot of you know whether they have you know more kids than me or they just got home or whatever you know the case may be. I know the person, you know, and I know how the person is. Like there's a friend of mine, um, their family has three kids, you know, um, and they just just had a baby. And this person, she is very similar to me with like the the upkeep. I think she's even more OCD than I am. So whenever I go to her house and it is a little in disarray, and I say a little in disarray because I know her because <laughs> she's like me. And so for, for stuff to be on the counter, even if that's the only thing that's out of place in the house, I know for her, it's just like, oh, I wish I would have took this stuff off the counter before you walked in. Like, that's me. You know, I I, there, I can't tell you how many times I've apologized to friends when they come to my house because my kids didn't put their shoes properly on the shoe rack and they're just all over the floor. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, you guys. The house is a little messy. And they be looking at me like I'm a plum fool. Like, what's wrong with you, girl? Like, ain't nothing wrong with your house. But like I said, I've realized that I am I am Martha. Okay, and there's nothing wrong with being Martha, but Martha to all the Marthas out there. Listen. Make sure that you have your priorities in order and that you go over what you're currently thinking is a priority because God is asking you, when are you going to allow me to set the priorities? Because that's what he's been asking me. Hannah, when? You've been asking me to reveal things to you. You've been asking me to show you how to do things, how to manage, you you know, manage your time to be a better steward of your time. You've been asking me to free you of you. When are you just going to give me full control? You know, it's just like God said to me the other day, and I shared this in a polo with a group of ladies that um, I, I do life with. And um, I said to them, you know, God asked me clear as day, Hannah, uh, are you going to obey even when it doesn't make sense? Now, as a Martha, I am a clarifier and um, I do not do well in ambiguity. And so if it doesn't make sense, it's not something that I'm ready to just jump on board and be like, "Okay, let's go. Um, And what I shared with the ladies were is that I want my answer to be yes. But I know right now in my current state, it's a slow yes. (laughs) I try not to make it be a quick no because it's God I'm talking to. But it's like a slow yes. And when I say slow, I mean like, ooh, sometimes it's like months. Um, But I realized that, you know, in, in that revelation, God said to me, he said, are you going to trust me? The one who is all knowing, who knows the plans that he has for you and knows the end before it even began with my infinite wisdom. Or are you going to trust your finite mind who doesn't even know what's going to happen in the next second? And I was like, okay, God. All right. So I said at the beginning of this year, this was the year of the unknown. And in my mind, I was like, it's unknown because I'm just going to hold and trust your hand, God. And God is like, you said that I've been revealing things to you about you to get you to this place in this fourth quarter of the year. Before the year lets out, Hannah, are you really going to trust me in this unknown? 
Are you really going to obey regardless of whether or not it makes sense to you? Are you going to just do it? Are you going to jump in the words of my good friend, Michelle? Are you going to jump and just do it scared? Knowing that he who holds your hand holds your future and knows the plans that he has for you. Are you going to jump? Are you going to walk into this unknown, allowing me to just fully guide you to take over full control of your agenda, your to-do list? Because girl, you don't have it together by yourself. You see that now. You don't have it all together. So are you going to allow me to put it together for you? I hope y'all got something out of this today. Um, Like I said, I was coming to you in full raw fashion uh, because literally these are just revelations that I've been receiving throughout this pandemic. And, you know, during my quiet time today, God was just kind of piecing it all together for me, for me to really understand and for me to really walk into this season with him and I'm not gonna lie like it's it's hard for me because I I like I like certainty but certainty is the opposite of faith because if everything is certain and you know exactly how it's gonna turn out then what is faith for so if this is going to be a true faith walk for me I have to just walk without knowing what's going to happen. Like I said at the beginning of this year, this was going to be the year of the unknown. Okay, Hannah, well, it's unknown. Are you going to trust him in the unknown? And are you going to obey even if it doesn't make sense? Because as you can see for yourself, girl, you don't have it all together. You're, you're still very much Martha and you're not allowing that balance of Mary to come into your life. So when are you going to do it? How much longer are you going to be a hindrance to yourself by not completely letting go of your agenda? So like I said, I hope you guys got something out of this today. Um, it's truly been a revelation for me. And, um, you know, I just wanted to share what God's been doing in my life and what he's been saying to me. And I honestly think that it's, it's not just for me. I truly believe that he had me press record today um in this fashion because there's somebody else who needed to hear it so I hope it was a blessing to you I hope that you will be bold enough to share with me how this has affected you by sending in a listener letter or commenting you know on my Instagram or something um and you can always send your listener letters to uh Hannah's World uh zero zero at gmail.com or you can connect with me on instagram at hannah's world zero zero so until next time peace out world